This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. It's Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is the Friday edition of the show. We've got Rocco in now for the last two hours of the show. DJ Rock Lobster clicking and clicking. Uh, Brittany is in for Donna Valentine. We'll get to some music news here in a moment. Uh, I'm going to read the full uh, statement that I just now see from Mike Richards. So the news, uh, if you're just tuning in, is Mike Richards, who was just announced last week as the new host, the heir apparent to Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. There were some scandals that came out right before he was announced. And then earlier this week, there were some more comments from previous podcasts that came out. So the interesting thing was I had seen just earlier this morning that he had... He had said, look, those are some dumb things from a decade ago, and I took those podcasts down, and um, I've learned a lot, and, you know, offering some form of an apology for that. I thought it would just sort of get, okay, we did that, and now Mm -hmm. we'll just keep on moving. Yeah. And then CNN has a Twitter, trending on Twitter now, too, um, that he has stepped down. So here is what the uh, memo, apparently, from Mike Richards said. I'm reading this cold, by the way. Uh, Dear team... It pains me that these past incidents and comments have cast such a shadow on Jeopardy as we look to start a new chapter. This seems to be an internal memo that was leaked. As I mentioned last week, I was deeply honored to be asked to host the syndicated show and was thrilled by the opportunity to expand my role. However, over the last several days, it has become clear that moving forward as host would be too much of a distraction for our fans and not the right move for the show. As such, I will be stepping down as host effective immediately. As a result, we will be canceling production today. SPT, Sony Pictures Television, will now resume the search for a permanent syndicated host. In the meantime, we will be bringing back guest hosts to continue production for the new season, details of which will be announced next week. I want to apologize to each of you for the unwanted negative attention that has come to Jeopardy over the last few weeks and for the confusion and delays that this is now causing. I know I have a lot of work to do to regain your trust and your confidence uh, from Mike. You know, it's funny. So Mike Richards has a tie to um, Hubbard Broadcasting in that Hubbard Broadcasting owns an entertainment station called Reels. And in its infancy, it was a movie lovers network. So when that channel, which is still on the air, just now it's not Reels channel, it's Reels. Now it's like Hollywood crime. When that uh, channel first went on the air, Mike Richards was the first face that you saw, voice that you heard. Mm-hmm. And... um so it's so there was this connection, and it was like, wow, this is crazy that a guy. And then I worked at Reels before I came here, and uh, ended up hosting the show that he hosted, essentially uh, another version of it down the line. And so it was just so crazy to think, wow, to go from Reels and then on to executive producing The Price Is Right, mm-hmm. and let's make a deal, and then it becomes the EP of Jeopardy, and then becomes the host. Just yesterday, I was talking with someone about maybe it was on the show. I forget. Is he having these moments where he just was sitting back, calling up friends and just like, I cannot believe, sure, I've had a ton of success, but now I am the host of 
one of the most popular institutions in television history. Yeah. Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are just so much a part of the rhythm of people's evenings. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering if he was having these surreal moments of, I just cannot believe that this happened. Name drop. Um, I had a now defunct podcast called Interviews with Awesome People like seven years ago. And I reached out to him and we had a lovely interview. By the way, my podcast is not the one in question. Just let me clear, clarify that. Uh, but he was really, really generous with his time and, and was really open and talking about how he studied under Dick Clark because he worked mm-hmm. at Dick Clark Productions. So I was just thinking about this, the, the surreal life that he must be living up to this point. And I guess I'm just so fascinated by sudden changes in someone's life for better or worse. And I then so deeply start to think, what does that feel like? Because now he goes from the highest of highs last week, named the host of Jeopardy, the heir apparent to Alex Trebek, to one week later having to step down as the host of Jeopardy. And it sounds, as you read the memo, like he's hoping to hang on to his role as executive producer. Well, doesn't it also sound like they were nice to him, like they must like him because they're letting it look like he didn't get fired but in reality that was just how they're letting them him perceive it i would yes i I would doubt that they that he went to them and said hey i should step down yeah i'm sure that there are a lot of conversations with a lot of brass saying you can't do this it would be better for us and for you to dig it look like you stepped down also question do you think that there's more out there and they're just knowing that because <laughs> What he did was very, it was bad and, and, and terrible, but you're right. There's a part of me that's like, this could be an I'm sorry, or maybe just because it came out staggered, mm-hmm. they're like, what else is going to come down the pipeline? Sure. Or is it because they're they're trying to save the brand and they've been dealing with so many, so much bad publicity that they're just getting ahead of it? You know, it's uh it's a good question. The lawsuit, he was involved in a lawsuit in 2010 at The Price is Right mm-hmm. um, about some, allegedly, some disparaging comments that he made toward one of the, for lack of a better term, the Barker's beauties. Yeah. And uh, this model ended up getting pregnant with twins, and he yeah. was alleged to have said, I fire five models, and the one that I keep gets pregnant, you know, like, because it was then cool a problem thing. for him. Yeah. Cool to thing to, to say, bro. Yeah, exactly. So like this really stupid thing. So that lawsuit was already out. The reason that I bring that up is Sony Pictures Television already knew about that. That's a public lawsuit that happened right there in Los yeah. Angeles. So they knew about that. Um, the the podcast comments, I'd have to go through them again to really like understand exactly what he was saying. But yeah, some off-color things and jokes that he was making yeah. um, and apparently some history of disparaging comments um, made toward women or about women's bodies, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess now you, you wonder, and you should be able to pass this test, but it's almost like in politics where they just do their due diligence. And instead of it being the competitor, mm-hmm. so if you're a Democrat, the Republican team is like, dig up any dirt, vice versa. If you're a yeah. Republican, dig, you know, um, but now it seems to be just the public. The public is like, is yeah. there anything out there that we can find about that person that would make them, from a PR standpoint, seem unfit for a position? Yeah, I think there's something to that. And it kind of depends on your dirt, right? Like, I can't wait till I get famous enough when my nudes come back to me from my 20s. That's going to be <laughs> great for me because I'm going to want those. But, like, that's the extent you can go for me. So it's interesting. 
Like, I have a feeling there's more on this guy if he was talking so freely. And you know, I mean, no, you know better than anybody, uh, you know, is that radio and TV are different. Mm-hmm. TV wants you to be a certain way. They don't, you know, the opinions and things like that are not as as excited, you know, they're not excited for you to go out and say everything all the time, always. And so I think it is interesting that, like, when you're climbing those ladders, they are different. Um, but just it's, it's I, there will be more to the story. It's blowing up on Twitter. Everybody is uh, uh, talking about this again. If you're just tuning in, Mike Richards, who was just announced as the new host, the heir apparent to Alex Trebek on Jeopardy amid uh, some offensive remarks and misogynistic comments that he had made in his past has now quit. Uh, as host of Jeopardy. And it sounds like he is hoping to maintain his role as executive producer, stay in the family. Then I just think, too, um, look, if everything that he said is true, um, you don't want to attempt to excuse that in any way. I just find myself always putting myself in the position of these people who have this high high and then suddenly something goes away from them. How difficult that will be on a personal level for him to, like, when do you shake that feeling of, oh, I could have been the host? Is it in two years? Is it in five years? Are you still with the show in 10 years talking to the host that day who is making gobs more money than you are, has the fame and the platform and you're still behind the scenes? That's a tough thing to walk out. If we've learned anything from these falls is first off, everybody loves a redemption story. Also, he's a guy in media. He'll be fine. (laughs) He'll get some other job and be appreciative that he wasn't stuck in the same rigmarole of Jeopardy. Sure. He'll be Steve. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. I think he'll be. I think he's going to be okay. (laughs) I'm just asking. Like, I think I think he's going to be all right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Since we uh, got that breaking news that just hit the old Twitter, um, we are going to do It's Friday. There's a lot of new music out. Um, so we got to go to break now. When we come back, we will listen to the latest song out. It's called Mood Ring by Lord. Plus, we'll get the dirty details on Donda from Kanye. Is that thing really coming out? We'll get into the beat when we come back on Donna and Steve. Back. It is Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Brittany is filling in for Donna today. Uh, Brittany, we're halfway home. How would you rate your experience so far from one to three? Uh, 2.8. You could do better, so get there. <laughs> well, we had breaking news. It just kind of threw us off. I know. We, the breaking news is about uh, Mike Richards, who was named the host of Jeopardy, the heir apparent to Alex Trebek, who has now stepped down after all sorts of allegations came out regarding a bunch of misogynistic stuff that he has said on podcasts, a podcast that he hosted called The Random Show, R-A-N-D-U-M-B, uh, from 2013 to 2014. I am only like a third of the way through an article on The Ringer, which is sort of the article in question that brought a lot of this stuff to light. So um, I'm trying to figure out some more of that stuff during commercial breaks. But um, that is the latest you can always... Make sure that you are signed up for alerts, by the way, through the MyTalk app, and then we'll get those sent over to you when any kind of news breaks in Hollywood that we think you would want to know about. So make sure that you do that. Uh, let's see here. Do we have a caller, Raquel? We do. Oh, how wonderful. We, why don't we officially begin the uh, the proceedings? It goes a little something like this. It's time to go to college. college, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Brittany. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. Hey. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Rocco. I want to see how smart you are. Okay, Brittany, as you might have heard, I've lost track of the score again. Nobody knows what the score is. Nobody cares. Yeah. Except for Donna. 
Um, here's the deal. Did you guys even know this? It's National Radio Day. <gasps> I live for yes, it. Yes, it is National Radio Day. Isn't Happy this exciting? Happy National Radio Day to both of you. How yes. are you celebrating? By being on the radio. So, you know who else is going to be on the radio? Stillwater Steve. Oh, Stillwater Steve in the building. What's up, Playboy? In the house. How you doing? Yeah, ponies. <laughs> yeah, go ponies. S-T-I-L-H-2-O-O-O. -O -O -O. Steve, you sound quite fit. Okay, don't do this. <laughs> um, we are Listen, Steve's already going to go with you because he always goes with Donna because they have some sort of a bond. I think it's because they're both like old. And so anyway, we'll let we'll let Rocco say the uh, the, the topic again and then so, Stillwater Steve can confirm his It's choice. National Radio Day. I picked some television shows that have something to do with radio and I'm going to ask you some questions about them. So, Stillwater Steve, who do you think knows more about TV shows about radio? Brittany or Steve? I'm going to go with Brittany. Yeah! Steve, Steve what the bleep, man? We could have done something. I know, but two brains like ours, two Steve brains together is toxic. It yeah. really is toxic. That's true. All right, I got to go. Bye. Okay, Steve's leaving the room. Brittany's here. You going to Nelson's ever, Steve? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got big cones. Big, big cones. Way too much for one person. Are you from uh, Stillwater, Brittany? I am. Nice. Uh, yeah, we lived there for quite a bit of time, but I didn't go to the high school. I went to the junior high. Gotcha. I went to Woodbury. All right. Ooh. Played, we played Stillwater a bit in, yeah. the, in the early days, and then I think they changed conferences, and they never saw each other again. But it, was, it was fun while it lasted. It was. Um, okay, here's the deal, Brittany. I'm going to pot down Stillwater Steve. That's radio term for National Radio Day. You're so Thank you. Killing it. Thank you, Brittany. Behind the scenes, a little glimpse, people. Yes, I potted him oh, down. I'm so nervous. All right, let's do okay, this. Okay, so are you ready? I'm going to ask you three questions about television shows having something to do with radio. Here's the first one. News radio... Mm -hmm. It was on NBC from 95 to 99. It had an ensemble cast of some pretty big stars. But can you name an actor that was an on-air talent on the news radio program? Do you understand the question? Yes. Okay, like which one of those people that were in the show were an on-air person? Here comes the timer. Oh, I can only remember the engineer who now has his own radio show. Um, I'd pass. Okay. Uh what sexy Minnesota native was a breakout star of WKRP in Cincinnati? What's, uh... In Roseville, by the way. Um, I don't know. Paul Douglas. Okay, and what was the name of Frazier's producer on KACL in Seattle? Not Elaine. It's... Her name is... Uh, Diane... No. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's 
Okay, Stillwater Steve. Steve, We're help bringing, me. I'm potting him up. Stillwater Steve, Brittany was kind of uh, drowning there. Yeah, we need some air chambers. Um, <laughs> let's go with Lonnie Anderson for number two. That's good. Okay, news radio. Also, do I think Paul Douglas is hot? I guess. Yeah. I guess. Uh, and female. Mm, Could be. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Actually, I did not say no, female. Just I just said, what, sexy, sexy Minnesota yeah. native. So. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, Paul Douglas, holler. Um, so the first one, news radio had a bunch of stars on it, but which ones were on-air talents on the show? There was maybe one, two, three, four, five that I picked. I, I have no idea. Uh, okay. And then how about Frazier? He had a producer, kind of had the same role that I do, pushing the buttons, talking behind the scenes. What was the name of Frazier's producer on KACL? Never watched it. No, okay. no, no, first, no. It's, um... first one, let's go with... He's Googling. Uh, whatever. Okay. Robin Sh- Quivers. Robin Quivers, yep. Okay, well, I'm potting down uh, Stillwater Steve. I'm going to go duck my head out the... You you talk for a second, Brittany. All right, well, I feel really bad about the Fraser thing. I feel like I know... I can hear him talking to her, and I feel like it's not a common name either. Steve's back, if anyone wanted to know. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wow! Hey, how'd it go, guys? It went so well. I'm really proud of it, and I think that you should just... Yeah, Stillwater Steve's already, like, throwing out old t-shirts because he's ready for that My Talk t-shirt. Would you guys do one out of three? All right, Steve, here we go. Three for three, you pervert. Get out of my life. (laughs) Are you ready, Steve, to answer some questions about TV shows about radio? Yes. All right, it goes a little something like this. News Radio was on NBC from 95 to 99. It had an ensemble cast of some pretty big stars. Can you name an actor that had a role of an on-air talent on News Radio? Phil Hartman. What sexy Minnesota native was a breakout star of WKRP in Cincinnati? Blonde lady. Yep. And what was the name of Frazier's producer... On KACL in Ross. Seattle. Any thoughts on Blonde Lady? I'd like you to just repeat it so I can have a shot. What sexy Minnesota native was a breakout star of WKRP in Cincinnati? Diane, Nancy, Belinda, Linda. Paul Douglas. Okay. I'm going to go Joe Souchere, final answer. <laughs> I did Paul Douglas. Yeah. Brittany Paul said uh, Paul what's Douglas. Her, what's her name? Who is it? Let's start Lonnie with that one. Anderson. Lonnie Anderson. Son of a gun. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't know that. went to Ramsey. Yeah, she did all those things. Did you guys go zero for three? Nope. Uh, that's uh, the one. Uh, that's the one they got, actually. Stillwater Steve pulled that one out. Oh, okay. The first one, uh, Steve did say Phil Hartman. I would have accepted John Lovitz, Andy Dick, Maura Tierney, or Candy Alexander. Oh, I like Maura Tierney. Yeah. And then, you know, funny, Joe Rogan was on that show. That's all I could think of the whole time. I know. Over and over was like, he's a real radio star. Yeah, he was kind of, he was like... Dumb. And if you ever would, you know, it's just imagine had you watched that show and somebody yeah. back in 1995 said, which Who's, member of this cast do you think will go on to have a net worth of like $500 million? Yeah. Who will sign a future deal for whatever it was with Spotify? Like, what was it, $100 million or something like that? And then he's the face of UFC. Just very bizarre. Your confidence is so high. And I don't he like might it. host Jeopardy! Could. Maybe you will. <laughs> Oh, why are we not pushing for that? Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Um, he put all right, well, Stillwater Steve wins <laughs> nothing. 
Steve, want anybody, any final words? Wait, wait, what was our last one? We did, we did it. You got it right, Roz. Roz. Uh, it was Roz. What yeah. did you guys guess, Daphne? Uh, I, I think there was no answer. I kept thinking I was, I knew it was an unusual female name and I couldn't get to it. You know what, Rocco, if it's okay with you. Yes. Uh, I, as an olive branch of sorts, to my fellow Steve, even though he's always a total idiot and teams up with Donna, <laughs> um, I would love to gift him the shirt. Take it right out of my account. That's I don't care. Works. Give it to Steve First from off, me. Sorry, didn't Brittany didn't get God, it for you. Stevie my, boy got it for you. You remind me of my husband. Your mood changes so much when you know you've won something. All of a sudden, you're posturing. You're putting on <laughs> Let him know. You're like handing out t-shirts that you don't even own. Steve, on behalf of me, we're giving you a My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Congratulations. I can't. Wow, thank you, Steve. Next time it's you, buddy. Oh, uh, bro, we are blood brothers till we die. Yep. Male bonding. Oh, yeah, cool. man. It's Neat. starting to get toxic. Two yeah. Steves. All right. Ugh. Don't cross the Steves. All right. Thank you. Uh, Thank do you guys want to get tipsy? Do we have time? Or uh, how are we feeling? Yeah, well, why don't we why don't we just do the uh the bonus question? Oh, okay. For fun. Steve, stay on the line. Okay, Steve's there. Um, Everybody right. in the club getting tipsy. All right, All right. So I'm gonna play this is a song that mentions radio. Okay. I want to see if you can tell me who's singing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, it goes right. like this. Steve. Steve. Uh, in the Mystics. You, who's the singer? Oh, Van Morrison. There you go. It's actually Caravan, but yeah. Same nice album. Good job, Steve. Good job, Steve. I'm really sorry I failed so you. So he earned that T-shirt. S-T-I-L-H-2-O. Okay. E-O-N-I-E-S. <laughs> it's good radio. Go Pony! All right. Thanks, Steve. Congratulations. Uh, you know what we'll do? Um do you want to do tipsy when we come back, or you just want to move move on and just forget this whole segment? Ever I happened? want to forget you. I Don't to- <laughs> say that. I'm ready to move on. Um, how about this? What? We've got some news about Chrissy Teigen mm-hmm. that Brit Nene dug up today. Uh, and then a little something from Holly Madison yeah. regarding her life with Hugh Hefner. We'll get into that. When we come back, it's the Don and Steve show on my talk. Back, it's Don and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It is a Friday edition, a stormy Friday. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just it's saying stormy? it's going to be tonight. I can't see windows here. I think that tonight should be a movie night for people. I'm going to suggest that my family cuddles up. It's a movie on. You got a storm outside. You got the booming sound system. For you guys, is it find a new movie or watch an old movie kind of feel? Mm. Um, I think watch a new movie would be fun. There were a couple that we were deciding between a few weeks ago. You know, it might be nice. I mean, if I'm allowed to say it, I'll say it. Say I dare you. Might be nice. What? To watch Jungle Cruise <laughs> with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, my body double, and Emily Blunt. Very funny. very uh, Just lovely. Well, especially Emily. if it's going to be muggy and stormy and windy, it'll just add to the jungle. Yes. Yeah. And especially if you like watching movies that are based on an attraction that seem like should totally be made. Hey. <laughs> Did, Did you guys you... hear the Disney news this week about all their attractions yeah. and tickets and all that? Well, oh, the Lightning Lane. The now, Yeah, now they have something called the Disney Genie. <gasps> and a lot of people are not happy with it. Yeah, it's just going to be super, even more expensive to go to Disney. And I will tell you this. What? When you spend all this money on the hotel and on the tickets to the park and all of that in the flight, and then they say, hey, it's going to be an extra whatever. Let's say care. 100 bucks per person you don't per care day. At that point, do you? You got to understand. It's like playing poker. There's a point where you're what they call pot committed, yeah. which means 
you have bet multiple rounds after multiple rounds, and then you get the final card and you say, oh, that's not the card that I was looking for. But at that point, you're pot committed. It makes more sense is to it, throw in one last bet than to fold because you got so much money in the pot already. Is it like sunk cost or sunk cost yeah, loss or something? Yeah, I think probably something like that. Yeah. Well. Anyway, uh, from that, we go into the mind of Brittany, yeah. who has some uh, stories about a couple of female celebrities, starting with Chrissy Teigen. What do we know? Okay, so Amy Schumer had rented a home that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend had rented. And when they went uh, long ago, when Legend and Teigen had rented this, it was during, um, it's a Martha Vineyard home, it was during Obama's birthday. Mm. And so what Chrissy Teigen did at the time, was slowly walk down the staircase and sing happy birthday. And it was like one of those things where, like, at the time, people loved it, but it was super weird if you had any, like, embarrassment bone in your body. So Amy Schumer was renting that same place, and she decided to recreate (laughs) this walking down the stairway, slowly singing birthday or happy birthday. But, of course, she was wearing an oversized uh, tank that says, boat hair, don't care. It was kind of a different vibe. I would Um, say so. And what's funny is that she made it very clear she wasn't trying to troll her. They were saying that this is more of a tribute uh, to Chrissy Teigen and tagged her. It's funny. It is funny. And also what Chrissy Teigen needs right now is something just fun, carefree. Silly. Social media needs to be for her just like, and this was, I think, because um, Amy Schumer is friends with her, is her kind of throwing her like a life raft, like, Hey, here's something that's non-controversial. You can be in the headlines for not oh, sure, yeah. being terrible. So I think there was actually, and then she wrote something about like, you know, um, I'm I'm coming back for you, something silly like that. Like, oh, it's on is what Chrissy wrote in the comments. Right. So I think this is one of those times where celebrity where Amy Schumer was doing her a big favor and trying to kind of change the narrative around. But if you're her. lazy and looking at it, you would think it was shade. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's definitely she's in, you can tell, in on the joke and is ready to joke around about things other than what she's actually going through. Well, that's uh, that's fun then, and it's a it's funny too when you see the the, the side by side yeah. sort of like the not quite a TikTok duet. Yeah, that's right. I know some stuff about Whoa. TikTok, Brittany. I've been dabbling on TikTok. Are you on the TNT bra? I'm on what? Are you is that the TikTok? Like, nobody TikTok? calls it that. Nobody, call, I just, nobody calls it that. I, I wish we could just. I find TikTok to be very bizarre. Really, I. Love... I guess. Can I block things? Whoa! Is that a, an attack? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you just keep popping up in my feed, and it feels invasive. No, like, can I just block it's... things that seem like okay? I don't need that. Like, there's just, just some... quickly swipe, and you'll it'll start kind of honing in on your algorithm. I just want to set my own parameters. There have just been a couple that are like, yeah, so vulgar, and, and I'm like, cringy. oh lord, I don't want to see this. Yeah, and I don't want to like that's not my jam, and I want to. Oh, you guys, I got, it. I got so into Bama Rush by accident, like. Oh yeah, what's that all about? So it's like sororities. You have to rush for your sorority, and they do like out the you know fit checks where they'll show you like you know skirts adidas tops adidas you know shoes are amazon and they'll show you what they're doing for the rush i got so involved in that to the point where i was like (laughs) oh no like where is michelle who did she get bids for and and i didn't think if i would have trusted my own self i would have said of course i don't like that but tiktok knows me better they're like they're like no you're gonna you're gonna get in you're gonna get involved in this so so just trust the algorithm. Just go with I don't it. I want to trust You've it. You've got to give it some time, though. And if you don't like something, just swipe away quickly so it knows that like I'm not that into it. Okay. 
speaking of something you're probably not that into, but I am. Yes. Did you watch Girls Next Door? Was that something on your radar? I, I know of the show yeah. on E! about like the Playboy bunnies. It wasn't my jam, but I know of the show that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was Holly, Bridget, and Kendra. Were uh, they all married to Hef? Or nobody was this? married. They're no all married to Hef? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Holly was like the main girlfriend who slept in the room with... Um, Hugh, okay. and, right. and Bridget uh. and Kendra had their own bedrooms and were like, and Kendra was the one you could tell just wasn't that into the relationship, but really loved living there. Okay. But anyways, I digress. Holly Madison is actually speaking out a bunch lately because dun, 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 they've released a trailer for a show called mm. The Secrets of Playboy. It's going to be a 10 part documentary series. Exploring the world of late Playboy founder Hugh Hefner. This show is set to premiere in early 2022. Um, it'll have interviews of many of the girlfriends. And lately, so Holly actually has been very vocal on TikTok mm. and kind of talking more and more about what her life was like. She talks about how she's so thankful she didn't get pregnant while there because at the time she'd wanted to with Hugh. She was obsessed with him. Oh, man. And it's come out to say where she's even saying that. I didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was as a dangerous choice because she's saying it actually felt safe at the time. And she looks back and there were just so many things that it brought her down, like drugs, alcohol, that fun oh, stuff. Oh, jeez, Luis. So uh, as somebody who I, I could watch Girls Next Door to this day for hours and hours and hours because it's just enthralling to me. Yeah. This is something I definitely am going to watch. I feel like I saw parts of that show before. Do I remember a lot of dark wood on yes. the inside okay yeah it's kind of like a like an old steakhouse <laughs> like there, it's like you can tell that you're like are you guys cleaning all this you kind of don't feel like all the thick velvet curtains get cleaned yeah <laughs> right i think laurie's been to the playboy mansion what inside of pretty sure would you swim in the grotto everyone i'll go first sure yeah yeah because i know the power of the chemical bromine yeah and, and chlorine get penicillin or something to clean all that up <laughs> I'd like uh, the the aesthetic that dark wood really like heavy is how the yeah. inside of that feels. I'd love for for Chip and Joe to go in there and do a little fixer upper on the mansion and just say, let's get some bright whites in here. Yeah. Let's clean this space up. You want a dark wood? Let's do a dark wood beam yeah. across the ceiling. That'd be fun to see. I'd even as, as small as just watching somebody shake out. Like linen there. I'd watch that. Like, <laughs> What's happening to it now? Hugh Hefner died. Do people still live there? Did someone purchase it? Didn't somebody buy it? I think somebody did buy it. I know that they were talking about, they sectioned off some of the property because it is so much property. And I know that they sectioned some of that off and sold it. But I don't know what's who owns the Playboy Mansion right now. It's I, sold for $100 million. Which is so surprising because I would imagine. Darren Metropolis. By the way, sir. Does he it. have any connection to Hugh or was he just a human man living his life, buying things? Um, he was ranked number 875 on the Forbes 2020 list of billionaires. Why, why with, even in the list if you're in that low on it? 2.6 billion. Yeah, it's like embarrassing. Yeah. That's, what? How, late, how long does this list even go? So there's 874 other billionaires that are in, in front of you on the list? Gross. How many are even behind? Are you the end? Are you, are you the, the last on the list? Am I on that list? Am I, am I, what number am I? <laughs> anyway, Darren Metropolis yeah. um, purchased it. Now he's not on the list. You ever drive around Hollywood? Like no. the Hollywood Hills, no. Beverly Hills? I've been there, but I've, I was, I don't know. It is interesting when you, you know, some of these places, if you live in Minnesota, 
they seem like fictional places. And then there's a real town where there's the Playboy Mansion. That's Britney Spears' house. That's where the Osbournes live. How far away is the Playboy Mansion from LAX? Go. My guess would be probably about 20 miles, probably. Hey, guess what? What? In the Dirt Alert, I'm going to tell you about somebody that just purchased an estate in the mm. L.A. area. Here we go. And it's somebody famous. Oh, all right. Great. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. we got a Dirt Alert coming your way, courtesy of Rocco. Uh, also, Selena Gomez, why she's still not on social media. We'll get into that next.